Artemis. Artemis. Yeah? No, no. Can uh, I help you? Can I help you? <laughs> you remember all the Ted Cruz videos that are going around at whatever conference he was at? Yeah, I, I can't believe he said all of those things about the Kulaks. I, it's really unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 80% certain, without looking it up first, that uh, that was that those videos were taken at the July 20th CPAC Israel event. Nice, nice. Good international brand building. CPAC is taking, like, the NFL stance to <laughs> other locations. I, no, I love I love how weird it is in here. It's like, CPAC Israel, CPAC Texas, CPAC yeah. Mexico, so, CPAC Australia, <laughs> are we CPAC drafting? Japan. Are we drafting for our CPAC Fantasy League, like, now, or do we have to wait later in the season? Listen, like, obviously there's a larger pool in the U.S., but there are a lot of hidden gems when All right. you explore the foreign market. All right, like, my... the conservative rules overseas are, 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 of course, a little bit different, but their dedication to the game is just as strong as anyone my, else. For my quarterback, I'm grabbing Netanyahu. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fortunately they didn't turn the big star in cpac israel into the star of david but good they, small progress where did but they, they put, put it, the Zach? star of david in the negative space on the a in cpac that's right israel is indeed the a-hole of cpac <laughs> i agree <laughs> Jesus Christ. By the way, for the record, let it be shown, my first pick is uh, the former Hungarian prime minister. Victor Orban? Yeah, who said like he wanted an ethnically pure Hungary, which like no such thing actually exists if my understanding of Hungary is accurate. So, you can be Hungarian uh, or you can be pure. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dirty mixed race people. Okay. I, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. Uh, they're lesser than because of where they live, not because of who they are. Is, is that an accurate statement? Uh, racism against Hungarians. Borderline. It's borderline. Um, <laughs> it's questionable. Uh, t- uh, racism C-Pac- against French? Of course. Fine. No problem. Italians? Of course. Hungary? Yeah. You're starting to get to the edge, Kelton. Yeah. Gotta be careful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. CPAC Japan? I'm just surprised it's not the Rising Sun logo behind the CPAC. Uh-huh. Our just imper- for, just uh, Imperial Japan? Our guest for CPAC 1937. Uh, Emperor Hirohito himself (laughs) to talk about family values. I was going to say a strong return, indeed. Uh, Surprisingly, just a lot of hatred towards the Chinese on uh, CPAC Japan. I wonder why. No historical data would back that up. Yeah, it's definitely something that they have CPAC Japan and CPAC Korea. Uh, South Korea, come on. Yes, CPAC CPAC South North Korea Korea would be amazing. (laughs) <laughs> I would go to that one I would, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I I would sell my soul to go there. Aha, mm-hmm. um, your soul. Uh, I'm surprised they don't have a CPAC Hong Kong, but I'm sure that one's coming. Uh, they do have a CPAC Mexico though. I mean, do, are they trying? Do they? I what? Trying to get these the, these the these are flavor. almost tasteful. Like. They have like the eagle in the sea on the end, then like the there's like 
Are are you saying Some it's tasteful Mexican because flag the background quasi-fascist organization is including an eagle in their iconography? It's like <laughs> listen, it's like South by Southwest, but if everybody there was like a little bit weird about mixed race couples, <laughs> uh, that's just Coachella. Mm. Ah. That's from that's gay couples. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Coachella's the straight one. Cischella. Cischella. Yeah. God, this is... Uh, who signs up? I just, I mean, just looking at the, at the like, upcoming events, CPAC Hungary. Like, I thought this was just an American thing. I didn't realize that we were exporting arms to Ukraine and okay. then also our conservative organizations. Call me incredibly ignorant here, but it looks like what the logo design they were doing for CPAC Hungary is, like, the rejected model they had for... Either CPAC Mexico or CPAC at uh, Italy. So they ran out of ideas. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they just like slap the flag over it. It'll be fine. Like everyone else, like Brazil, you know, there's some care and thought into it. Florida gets a palm tree. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, CPAC Korea is K CPAC. Like K-pop, but they just have to add the K in front of it. You know, BTS. That. Uh, performed. Uh, they also expressed <laughs> some rather concerning views on uh, when life begins. Yeah, Ted Cruz tried to get out there and dance with them. Uh, he has been on a an, uh, you know undetermined hiatus since then. Uh, we think he pulled something while he was trying to do some of the moves, but but he tried. He was I you know one point to Ted Cruz for Ted Cruz crying. actually. Fun fact, used to be a paparazzi for several uh, K-pop girls groups. <laughs> Pretty sure I saw him uh, taking pictures of one uh, at that coffee shop in Seoul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, CPAC Texas just having the oil rig logo in the background. Drill, baby, drill. Yeah, it, it's again. Like, is there, wait, is there a CPAC Minnesota? No, of course no. not. <laughs> it's no. It's Texas and Florida. That's it. Yeah. Where are the two strongholds of conservative thought right now? It's in Texas and where our future president is going to be, you know, Florida with DeSantis. That's right. I'm still staying loyal to him. He's think, my pick, baby. I think Number we should one. run I think we should run Mondale again. <laughs> is it going to be DeSantis Cruz? Oh god. Oh god. Like I want you to like think like deep in your soul. Like DeSantis will stoop low. Of course, he's an awful human being, but he is not a cuck, and like he Ted knows Cruz. the energy that Ted Cruz brings and gives. Uh, Chris Christie, I think you should run with Chris Christie. It's going to be DeSantis and uh, running alongside uh, a one of the racist Sesame Street characters. <laughs> Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode from the Psychic Dolphin Garage. I'm Zach, he, they. I'm Kelton, he, him. And I'm Artemis. She, her. Wow, that, I, I like that. that. That's really cool. By the way, up. happy mm-hmm. National <laughs> uh, Scotch Day, everyone. My voice cracked as I was saying Scotch. that. So. Scotch <laughs> Day. Uh, hi. Uh, yeah. No, I was told I, it would I, turn I me into a man. <laughs> But I've been smoking this cigar. Why are you pouring all of that 
brown poison liquid into a shot glass. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Komi-san, is, is everything okay at work? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shooting scotch, Jesus Christ. Psychopath behavior. Oh, no. I've been, I've been smoking cigars and drinking scotch, but it hasn't been working, apparently. So, um, <laughs> Happy Scotch Day, everybody. I hope you have, uh, you know, a, a nice bottle of scotch that you keep in your pantry or, you know, whatever other poison you shorten your lifespan with. I'm not just picturing like Drywall. a 13-year-old that has, like, terrible acne and liver spots. Like, <laughs> that's what they're going for. <laughs> <laughs> Average British child after Brexit. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, you, I think you mean Steve Bannon at the age of fourteen. Oh uh, like yeah, that's Steve true. Bannon at the age of four. <laughs> that kid was evil out the womb. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we are always in Hell World, and Hell World continues. Apparently, the Choco Taco has been canceled. Yes, R.I.P. The worst and most annoying person you know is posting about it. And the worst people on top of that are probably doing recurring bits and trying to build clout over the fact that Choco Taco has uh, decided to discontinue itself. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, now that you have now that you have heard the, the This Week in Hell news, we're never going to talk about the Choco Taco again because yeah. it is dead just when, like the choco taco yeah when's the last time you thought of a choco taco dear listener huh uh-huh. this isn't at all like a massive publicity ploy on their part to create buzz for it and then they're gonna bring it back so no 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 this is for sure canceled absolutely it's over yeah don't worry uh pretty soon you'll be able to get a mexican pizza and a choco taco i'm yeah no i'm thinking we we're reimagining everything uh we're bringing it back to the focus groups uh we're gonna do choco fajitas now <laughs> it's gonna be a choco dia okay oh no a choco dia you're it's gonna actually be, you're gonna actual... be eating it and squeezing ice cream out all the edges on yeah. your hands <laughs> No, please. It's actual tortillas this time. I don't need Jill Biden comparing Hispanic voters to that, Zach. Please, make it stop. New Chaco Taco, now with Finn. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the Ohio version. Oh, God bless my country. <laughs> Sweet land of fentanyl of the uh, this wasn't supposed to be a JJ Demon episode, but here we are. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. JJ Demon. Great news for Texas this week because this is your Texas podcast. Uh, Alex Jones guilty on all charges. Hell yeah! I can't believe they finally got him. He's going to be locked away for a long, 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 long time after being issued default judgments. Uh by uh da, 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 by after being issued default judgments after Gamble and a second judge in Connecticut determined that he was liable for all the charges because he didn't show up to any of the courtrooms or submit any of the paperwork that was asked of him. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I, I guess people who are probably seeing the headlines of like Alex Jones, oh he's on trial now because it's in Texas and it's like, well, yeah, but like now the, the actual trial is to figure out how much money he owes the families of Sandy Hook instead of like, d- is he actually guilty or it, can he be held 
culpable for this because like those were other trials that he decided not to show up for. So now they're like, all right, how much money do you owe these families? Never show them your hand. Never show the deep state I mean, what you're holding. The, the thing is, I'm looking at this and all of the the main debate is around like, should this guy have to charge something? It seems like at this point, the answer is just to put the guy in prison for a bit. <laughs> no, no, no. He just pays money, Artemis. That's I, how it works in America. But he, first yeah. of all, he doesn't have money. Money, His he definitely has. Is no, bankrupt. no, he definitely has money. No, no, no. He is not a 16-year-old black man, Artemis. You cannot just throw that person in prison and then have the system work according. No, no. We've got we've got the prisons for the white-collar crimes where he can where we can say he went to prison and then, you know, our justice it, system can claim to work for a bit. Isn't yeah, that it's, right, it's, Jeffrey uh, Epstein? Huh? Hey, wink, look, wink, nudge, nudge. Those white-collar prisons are one of the, you know, 30% of Texas prisons that actually have uh, central cooling, actually have AC. Ooh. Um, because 70% of prisons in Texas do not have AC, and a lot of times it gets up to 110 degrees inside of them. I'm just I, saying, got, I got some bad news for those prisons. That's uh, 110 degrees right now outside of the prison. Even, so I can only <laughs> imagine how bad it is on the inside I'm, right I'm now. thinking even if he, he gets sent to, like, the worst prison in the state he's being tried in, that food is still going to be better than the slop that he was pitching on his fucking show. <laughs> okay, fine. What about this? The Sandy Hook victims take Alex Jones to Gitmo. All right? They get, you know, just like... An hour each with him, and then, you know, whatever they feel is just punishment, uh, then no questions asked. They all fly back to the States, and Alex Jones does too, in a body bag, preferably, but, you know, as best as he can. I think he should have to swim back. <laughs> I like that better. We should let the Cubans have him. <laughs> we should just... <laughs> No, their healthcare system is better than ours. They'll survive. No, no, no. Oh God, no! His, they could actually true. treat his mental health. They might issues. actually, they might actually help him. That would be way worse. <laughs> imagine <laughs> their doctors <laughs> over there would like. Reformed Alex report. Jones. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm Alex Jones. Welcome to NPR Radio. No, it would be Alex Jones. Alexander and welcome to the Unidad de Libertad. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, these globalists. They're running this fucking embargo. We are going to take this shit down. The global capitalists. It's just the same way of talking. Just somehow right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have a wonderful article from our favorite uh, publication, the Texas Monthly, that is uh, going to walk us through... Uh, the what is the what was the first day of the Alex Jones jury um, selection? Uh, jury selection. Yeah, Thank you. because I'm sure as people are going to be seeing on Twitter, they're going to be finding out like all the craziness that's going to be happening with this trial. But the most important thing to remember is the people that are judging Alex Jones are fellow Texans, and the jury pool was composed of other Texans in fucking Travis County. I don't yeah. think so. Trust me, the most difficult thing is not going to be is not going to be um, you, you know finding individuals that are able to you know that are able to uh, that actually believe in, that monetary compensation is a useful tool to you know to reward people for damages that have been caused to them. It's going to be convincing people that Alex Jones was actually wrong. 
Uh, anyways, a jury, <laughs> so selected dark, from, so dark. a jury selected from a pool of more than 100 Travis County residents was impaneled in the case of Heslin versus Jones, first of a series of lawsuits filed nearly four years ago against Jones by the families of children killed at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newton, Connecticut in 2012. Ten years later. Yay. You know, it only it only took ten years to finally have someone say, like, hey, he should probably pay for what he said. Mm-hmm, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, America, the land of the lawsuit. The jury won't be there to determine whether Jones defamed the families by claiming that the massacre in which their children were murdered was a hoax, quote, completely fake with actors, with inside <laughs> job written all over it, end quote. Honestly, like, the spirit of posting that we need to go back to for 2012. Like, libel. imagine how wild. Just blatant libel. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, like, watching a mass shooting occur the worst in American history, and then immediately going, all right, here's my ankle. It's all fake. They're all actors. Inside job. FEMA camps. We're all going into them. <laughs> buying my <laughs> nutritional supplements. Because that's what it's all about, is buying the goddamn survival gear. That's all it is uh, for him. <laughs> that's what it comes back to. Get on survival gear. That's right. It's PEDs, but for surviving. <laughs> it's piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's my piss. Uh, it w- the jury won't be there to decide whether Jones, by making that claim, intentionally inflicted emotional distress upon the families because these charges have already been settled. Of course, rather, the jury will determine the damages Jones will owe the families, both compensatory damages for their losses because of the defamation and emotional dis- emotional distress they suffered, and punitive damages which are intended to send a message of disapproval for his years of making false statements about the massacre. You know, the decade that he got away with it <laughs> and said, yeah, they're all fake. They're all not real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mr. Jones, you stand accused of manipulating large portions of the populace into completely irrational and unsafe behavior. You stand accused of libel. Your sentence is, come here, you little scamp. Let me just show you what for. <laughs> See, I, I have a, I have an issue right now because I also I feel myself uh, starting to get sick, or rather, I've been fighting off being sick for like the past week and a half. Just take uh, some so supplements. my voice is slipping into like the Alex Jones fake gravelly <laughs> territory. I tell you, these people they are they are demons. They the, 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 the one thing that we need to remember how to focus on is uh, that you basically always sound like you got a piece of a metal marble bouncing around in the back of your throat. While you're talking to him, that's the thing that you need to focus on. That you're trying to not, you're trying to not swallow, but you're also trying to keep it out of your throat. <laughs> it, it, it's basically like up. constant acid reflux the entire time. <laughs> God, I, I can't. Give me a second. I'm, my acid reflux is kicking in. No, we gotta keep going. All right, I'll keep going. Cuban doctor, I'm a man. <laughs> they heal his. I'm a human. I'm human, and I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming so hard. <laughs> no, see, you're just like you're. Yours is too husky. You're like you're like if Alex Jones did like a couple of pull-ups and was trying to pick <laughs> yeah. up babes. It, it's oh, Alex God. Jones as he talks in that promo with his shirt off, with, with no noticeable difference. True. You know? Here in nature, we've gotta, we've really gotta see things through. That's why I'm asking the jury to all come out with me. Anyone who <laughs> believes I'm guilty, and uh, come out with me into the middle of the forest. <laughs> I've got some friends from the, the CIA who would like to assist in this trial. Oh, God. 
Uh, well, the attorneys have spent the full day trying to whittle down the jury pool. Uh, the parties had pretty similar goals to strike anyone who was inclined to the dollar range the other side sought. Of course, Alex Jones is one of the more interesting characters in public life, and the questions in this trial are compelling enough that as many jurors seemed eager to serve as actively tried to get disqualified. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I if America. I had the chance to, like, sentence Alex Jones to have to pay the families $200 million, I would have to play it so cool that then I wouldn't get ruled out. You know? Like, <laughs> I, I, like I don't know. Who? <laughs> but also, you have to play it so cool that then the families don't rule you out because they think that you're pro Alex Jones. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> more than one prospective juror expressed concern that serving in this case might endanger him or herself or her family. That's that's no. that's fucking real. <laughs> like, oh, no, what? quote. I have strong opinions about the person on trial and the people who follow that person, one said. And I'm worried about my family if we find in a way that they don't like, end quote. <laughs> Another had a family member who'd been involved in a physical encounter with someone from InfoWars and required medical treatment and asked to be excused on those grounds. Fuck yeah, because that's something I think people keep forgetting is that InfoWars is Texas-based, baby. It's really unfortunate that Alex Jones wasn't in court that day because he would have had another physical encounter. <laughs> that's right. Put him up, sir. Come on. Come Look, here, they got coward. Him, they got him. They got him in the box, okay? <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Is he in jail? Do they actually have him in, in custody? No. Ow. No. Uh, I Ball... want him to have to wear the anklet, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ball, who represents the parents of six-year-old Han Handy Sook, Sandy Hook victim Jesse Lewis, looked to strike jurors who oppose large civil court verdicts as a matter of principle. Boo. Boo the people who believe in that. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I, like as a matter of principle, I just can't, you know, be in favor of giving the families damages. Just yeah, like as a as a matter of principle, not that you know this should be the line in the sand where I draw things on principle that if children die, that maybe we should hold people accountable. No, I have a larger principle than that. Fuck this person. Oh my god. <laughs> it speaks to one of the challenges the Sandy Hook families face in Texas. Our juries are often fairly conservative when it comes to awarding damages uh, cool problem yeah. to have uh, that's why all the corporations want to move here thanks yeah yeah i mean yeah because yes, if their typically. truck ends up killing a bus full of kids they have to be like we're so sorry here's five dollars <laughs> during the vor dire process which is the legal term for jury selection and which every texan in every courtroom including this one pronounces vor dire by the Vordair. way that, that is it. Zach reading from the article for anyone who's saying, um, actually, it's pronounced. No, no. It, Texas Monthly, which is the monthly magazine we look at each week and report on every day. Wait, how, you look at, how is it a monthly magazine and you look at it each week? Well, you know, like, it, it's crazy how time works. You really need that much reading material? Like, are you all right over there? No, I'm honestly not, but it's okay. Because uh, once fantasy football starts up, I'll be right <laughs> as rain. Come on. Chris Carson just retired. What's it mean for everyone's I'm, a, I'm fantasy putting Tucker rosters? Carlson on my 4v4 team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Vordire process uh, brought about such exquisitely entertaining quotes, uh, such as... I don't think there is a monetary compensation that can compensate anyone for emotional damage. Boo. Or, 
I have a problem with punitive damages as a concept. Oh my god. Or somebody's feelings get hurt. That doesn't cost money. Children died, you asshole. Oh my god. I love your state. It's awesome. (laughs) All three of these deranged. All three of these jurors were stricken from the pool. Kids God. die. Oh, did your feelings get hurt? Huh, you sensitive snowflake? Huh? I think he was struck from the, from the fucking gene pool, too. There we go. That's right. I like your attitude, Arnold. Please remember we were in Travis County, and uh, one juror said she opposed punitive damages because punishment puts something out in the universe that's going to come back to you. Oh, you can, you can just smell the white dreads from here. That's the representative of the opiate, opioid crisis. <laughs> Please Aww. tell me more with your sacred geometry blanket that you put on over a wall or Duh. some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Another hypothetical that was posed, what if you think that the defendant should pay every cent that he has? He should. All of yeah. his money was made off of libel. So, yeah, he probably should. I, mm-hmm. I, I do like that question, though, because, again, I would be sweating bullets. and be like, I think that he should pay some, maybe not a lot, or maybe a lot. I just want to be here, please. Oh, this is – okay, so we're still in game theory. How do we get onto this jury? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so this is, this is the, the victim, uh, the Sandy Hook victim's. Uh, attorney, how are you answering their questions? <laughs> yeah, no, so, think... do you believe that uh, large civil court verdicts are good and useful tools? If you say yes, they the other side will strike you. But if you say no, they will strike you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think sometimes a man's got to do what he's got to do. <laughs> Just then sound you like a fucking hat. bluebell ice cream ad. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> just full of nonsense. I think sometimes we just gotta pull our pants up and tighten our <laughs> belts down. I think the down. correct answer is to just have a like a plate of fortunes for fortune cookies <laughs> and just read them out. That's and the what, only. What do you think about that, uh, jury number seven? Well, I think that in these tough times we have to say. Uh, 46, 87, Oh, shit, wrong side. On the other side, Reynal's, uh, Reynal, who serves as Jones's lead attorney, took an approach that was a little more expansive. Rather than pick out specific jurors to ask about their views, he facilitated something akin to trauma therapy among the jury pool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> po- positing a hypothetical. Say there's a car accident where someone's car is totaled and their arm broken. The appropriate damages he suggested would be to pay the medical bills and to replace the car. Uh-huh. And then he waited as the prospective jurors went from agreeing that was fair to reconsidering. What if the driver had to miss work because of their injuries? What if the driver were a professional tennis player whose career was ruined? What? Jury candidates quickly began sharing their own stories of the time they were in a hit and run with an 18 wheel. Oh, they've my been afraid God. to drive on the highway. Oh, since. Zach, no, please. <laughs> or, or the time their house what was What if the car was driving at 45 miles per hour towards a FEMA camp? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know they did not just start like swapping stories. In, like, a gr- again, a group environment. Like, I'm picturing or, it like an AA meeting. They're all, like, pulling their chairs close well, to the not even the best one. Let's not this about me. We all have our problems. It's <laughs> not even the best one. One story was about how their father was murdered, and a settlement from the hotel at which it occurred was a significant part of the healing process. 
<laughs> How was this person not struck from the record before? Like, do you think that large financial sums of money can help people move on? Yes. When my father was murdered in the hotel, <laughs> the settlement. Aha. Uh-huh. Interesting. They brought out a freak show. Like, th- these are the people who couldn't get out of regular jury duty and were there, you know, just to... These are the, be, these be are the people who, who actually volunteered for jury duty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the article goes on. As a way to responsibly get a large group to engage with lingering, largely unaddressed trauma, <laughs> it might not have been great. <laughs> but as a technique to identify jurors who would be more likely to approve of a large award based on a hard-to-quantify concept such as emotional distress... It was quite smooth. Oh, my God. So Jones's lead attorney fucked Alex Jones in that process. <laughs> no, not necessarily. It seems like what he's doing is trying to seek out those people who have that strong emotional response. Because if they did, then theoretically they would they would approve this. But large then they're damage. sharing it with other jurors and they're saying, hey, this helped me. So, like, they're they're inherently weighting the scales in favor okay, okay. of giving more money. Like, yeah, but that also, like, like your goal as like as an attorney is to pick is to pick only people that would respond negatively to that kind of. It's also kind of story. it is also beneficial though because it is probably beneficial to Jones's legal team to drag this out. So and hopefully, to, and to make it where they don't, they can't draw a jury yeah, from this. They pool. never they get, have to have. They never pools. get a verdict. They never actually pay the reparations in that time. He can re, because I mean, since he's not detained, there is no, there is no like, uh, motivation to actually finish this trial. He doesn't give a shit about being proven innocent. He's, he literally just does libel. The man just does libel. Why would he fucking care? He's an yeah. artist, okay? Well, that's he's, what a number of candidates raised concerns about freedom of speech. But those questions have already been resolved. They did not. Oh, while, my God. While some of the jurors may believe that Jones had the right to say what he did under the First Amendment, the courts, as a matter of law, The government's found, not the one persecuting him. It's the fucking families. They already are. found that the statements he made were not protected speech. Oh, see? See? What the fuck? This is Texas. We're like, I think it still falls under the First Amendment, even if not one but two separate courts have agreed that it's not in fact fall under the first amendment but that's you know just what? my opinion i really like for the first time i hope that there are not a bunch of jurors that went home and googled jury nullification <laughs> <laughs> how do you get a juror to accept as a matter of course that their own opinion on that question is not relevant and that the only question they need to consider is how much harm his speech caused and how much he should be punished yeah which is a lot and all of it <laughs> the stakes for jones are impossibly high potentially into nine figures and they won't end here either because he was successfully sued in both texas and connecticut by multiple victims families multiple juries will be convened each with the opportunity to award massive damages please as Alex jones i'd be racking up so much credit card debt right now i would be opening every line of credit i could i'd be accepting every line of credit from every lender that mailed me a credit card i'd be getting on every glenn greenwald interview i would be subscribing to every shit Infowars service um he's just trying to some of the jurors might have gone home and done so okay 
Oh, my God. Imagine the jurors who are like, you know what? Say what you will about Alex Jones, a.k.a. he's responsible for the deaths of at least a dozen children. But that man has some good vitamins. I'll give him that. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> His underdose vitamin C and fish oil complex has made me feel worlds better. I've been drinking scotch since I was a 14-year-old, and my liver spots have gone away. It's a great time. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Here's, here's the latest news. Good. The judge good. has breaking already... News. Breaking news. Breaking news. The judge has already reprimanded Alex Jones for speaking to the media after he called the Sandy Hook defamation trial a witch hunt during a break in the hearing. There it yeah. is. There it is, baby. Buy his merch. Put huh? the man... How does... How was there not a gag order immediately? Okay, okay. Here, here's my idea. You know how Alex Jones has info wars. What if we made a competing brand... Of similar conspiracy theories, but, you know, for people a little bit smarter, maybe not appealing to such, like, basic instincts. And we just call it InfoTrek. Okay? Huh? Isn't huh? that, like, knowledge fight? I, that's, that kind that's of... the podcast that covers uh, InfoWars. Yeah, no, so... I, I was okay. making a Star Wars versus Star Trek reference. Oh, Never mind. Okay. Never mind. It's okay. fine. It's fine. You have to be of a relatively high IQ and watch a lot of Rick and Morty to could, understand. Couldn't be me, honestly. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Between Alex Jones and Bannon, I, I, if, I, I think the only people that talk about Rush Limbaugh anymore are, like, like leftists and people that hated Rush Limbaugh the whole time. Yeah, no, that, so, that's accurate. You know, uh, hopefully, hopefully that's what these people are relegated to after their time is over. Speaking of time being over. Hey, everyone. It's Kelton from the podcast that you're listening to right now. I just wanted to give a huge shout out to all of our patrons for their continued support of the show. Specifically, I wanted to thank Philip, Jacob, Kay, CJ, Drew, Nicole, Pizpos, Jorge, Alex, Lizzie, Broobs, Jack, The Bite Size Podcast, Rufus, Not a Mole Rat, Salad Fringers, The Brilliant Dr. Fly, Olive Lotion Wizard, Comrade Kometka, Alan S., Eli, Malwin, Tyler, Alan D., EMD, Samantha, Tim, Scott, The Warlock Phosphorus, AS Marxist, Cody, Kira, Jen, Knightley, Julian, Julia, and Dylan. Y'all help keep the lights on, the logos made, and let us know that we must be doing something right. And for everyone else listening to this, if you want to give us a couple bucks and listen to an extra bonus episode every week, head on over to patreon.com slash psychicdolphingarage. That's patreon.com slash psychicdolphingarage. And now, back to the show. Well, it is time for the quick hits where we hit you quick with the news. That's that right hit you with because it's quick yeah so fast we save time when we do it like this you see we're very mm -hmm. smart all of us anyways mm -hmm. first story uh raising canes founder is buying lottery tickets for the 810 million dollar mega millions jackpot for all 50,000 of his employees that's right uh boss is going to be spending a hundred thousand dollars 
to let his employees win the lottery. The crazy things bosses will do except giving their employees raises or letting them unionize. <laughs> Uh, yes, in a final bid to prevent unionization, he has said that he will spend his entire salary on lottery tickets instead of simply raising uh, raising their wages any significant amount or giving them more benefits. And also, he bought the tickets for them, so if they win, actually he wins. It feels like it feels <laughs> like you could just. Like uh, I first read this, I was like, he bought a winning ticket, or he's oh. like. No, telling he wants them it, he wants that's I mean that's sixteen thousand dollars a person. Sure, if you break I it guess. Down. I, I mean, I'm not sure what the actual cash payout amount would be from it because it's never the eight hundred and ten. But no, neither well, yeah. here nor there. This is like a, a play right out of like the mattress Mac style thing of where you spend a hundred thousand dollars on what is essentially advertising because every dumb podcast, ours included, is talking about this. You, know, you could so. give me a hundred dollars as a like as a one time thank you for working for us bonus, and that would do more than buying a lottery ticket. And assuming it's just I, uh, rather uh, than a two dollar <laughs> scratcher ticket, yeah, for for sure, dude. Like, also, I would you rather <laughs> would you rather have a penny every a penny doubled every day for the next hundred years or or two million dollars right now your honor would you still love me if i was a worm <laughs> <laughs> oh god true artemis what's your story uh f- fucking russia they're leaving the iss permanently shit why why do i care tell me uh well the new york i thought we didn't like isis up. <laughs> 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 but no, ever since the Artemis, Artemis Accords and they privatized everything, it's just so expensive up there. <laughs> oh God, the Artemis Accords. Artemis, your Accords. Uh, are they going to pack up their balls? Leave it to, uh, are they going to pack up their basketball and take it with them too? Like, what do they have modules that they're just going to like, di- like, like? blow up up there after they leave or like they're just gonna put like a roll open a roll of duct tape and like draw lines down the middle of the (laughs) station like this is ours that's yours it's gonna be a lot easier now that all the only two languages you have to know on that are uh gonna be english and mandarin (laughs) it does simplify well you you say that but china and the u.s we actually signed something it says that we're not going to work with uh, uh, China on space stuff. So China is just partnering with Russia now. That's already. Oh my uh, God! Can you imagine? Effect. Can you imagine so. being a cosmonaut or? Uh, I don't necessarily know the the term they use in China for nerd. Fucking nerd. Okay, all right, for spaceman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine being in one of those space stations? You have to read two entirely separate written languages that are two of the most difficult languages in the fucking world. <laughs> I they mean, com- they compromise granted- though, and it's that bizarre. What was the U- the language the UN pushed? Esperanto. Oh uh, no, like, it I- wouldn't. I think they should just come together. They need to speak like a Central Asian language. They need to speak like Uzbek to each other. Like speaking <laughs> Mongolian to each other. Like oh, the great cons of old. Oh. Khan in space. It's Star Trek reference again. Oh, let's people? go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Oh, 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 speaking of space, though, speaking of space, um, uh, a man was arrested after driving a stolen truck to a Space Force base because he was warning the uh, staff inside of a, a battle going on between aliens and dragons. Now, I understand that a lot of people think that this man is crazy, but every 1990s action movie says that we not only must trust this man, but that it makes total sense why the Pentagon has renamed the UFO office. Uh, it's, all, it's all a big uh, cover-up is my idea. Hmm. I mean, they, they changed the name of the office from Airborne Object Identification and Management Group to now All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or Arrow. So they're, they're getting gonna, a, they're getting I, a cool name, so you know that probably some shit is about to go down. Is my I point. can't wait to use a javelin to shoot down a fucking flying saucer. Ah uh, man, what what about those? Uh, what was it? Those those giant space guns where they just like basically shoot a skyscraper down. Oh yeah, Earth. the uh, the the Thor missile system, the Thor uh, kinetic rail system. Essentially, oh, you just, the rods of God. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. I've always enjoyed that because that's like caveman logic of like a big enough stick, but launched from <laughs> fucking space. It's very, it's it's very like nerds and uh, the budgeting people came together, or like nerds and then like you know Bruce Willis's team of uh, oil drillers. <laughs> well, you see what we do. What it was, was Obama got done watching Evangelion, and he said, all right, y'all, I have an idea. Uh, let me be clear. Was uh, that your Obama I wanna, impression? I want to drop a rod on that bitch's house. <laughs> You've never seen a, a, bunk, a bunker buster like this. Drone strikes were the compromise. Let's be clear. Let me be clear. I am not uh, laying pipe in college, so I am dropping pipe from space <laughs> i just really like the idea of you know some uh, like a random wedding in the middle east just having the empire state building land on top of them right. what do you think the burj khalifa is gonna be for <laughs> god when we finally yeah the billionaires are uh, my my conspiracy theory is that the billionaires, all of their skyscrapers are actually just giant rocket ships, and they're all going to take off. I and mean, it's populate it, Mars. They're the, it's the same. They're all for the same purpose. It's the same dick measuring contest of uh, terrifying engineering monstrosities. One just blows up and has the decency to be gone after that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> the decency to be gone. Speaking of terrifying engineering monstrosities, apparently in Dubai they're planning to build a 75-mile-long skyscraper. Mile what? long? Yes. All it's right, going we've... to be... <laughs> is, you know the, 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 uh, the, like, mi the like mini skyscrapers in New York City that are like super skinny to meet like floor yeah? square footage requirements? Why? For height? They're going to build that, but it's the widest it's it's wide putin but as a skyscraper uh -huh. a mile so they're building a great wall of some a kind mile. But, but it's going to be also you know where people a can mile. live it's the great mall is, is what they might building. as well build a f massive they might as well rebuild the fucking bass pro pyramid but make it uh, twice as big they might as well absolutely they might as well build the fucking space pyramid from destiny <laughs> That would actually be a better uh, a better use of their money. 
I honestly to build, though, to build could, a, a pyramid. Okay, now like I want to make fun of like a seventy-five mile long skyscraper because it's inherently stupid, but uh, the idea of building like a, a giant thing like that. What if we were to do that like on our eastern seaport? You know, where it could be like a a seawall, but it's one of these fucking things, huh? Well, on yeah, on the one side, it's like you can look down on what remains of our country, and on the other side, you it's a an aquarium. <laughs> in 10 years it'll be an aquarium it was originally like a mile above sea level but i mean for you know for 20 years it'll be the only thing holding back the the rising uh you know ocean levels but then after it falls into disrepair <laughs> like everything in the, like a like a mall like an abandoned mall then it will be the only thing left above sea level teenagers going to the giant sea wall to go smoke weed at the end you uh, Fucking kids, don't throw rocks at it. (laughs) 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 This is an issue of national security. (laughs) There's exactly an inch and a half of glass between between us and the demise of our country they sent a they sent a fucking aluminum rod through my pontoon boat that i was using to escape uh artemis what's your what's your second one um uh, this one's way less interesting i like space more um speaking of not being able to afford shit and the nation falling apart a small town in minnesota is now disbanding its police force respect yeah uh not for a good reason Um, (laughs) i retract my previous statement (laughs) for the last couple of years a significant number of small town police departments in minnesota uh have started both firing and having police uh, officers retire because they can't bring in new people and they are fucking out of money they no. literally spent they spent all of the city budget and then the city ran out of budget and now there it's nothing so now yeah, yeah. So everything that means no more cops right uh no it means now everything gets handed to the sheriff's office which no I'm sure, don't worry i'm sure <laughs> we can trust everyone's favorite douchebags from edina <laughs> And the wider, like, southern uh, Twin Cities area. We can definitely trust them to police any small town community. I'd love sheriff's offices because they're like, what if we took, like, all of the problems of cops, but then, like, no accountability whatsoever? (laughs) What if you could just walk? Yeah, what if you could literally just walk into an entirely random county, say that you have uh, jurisdiction there, just fucking break every law that's specific to that city and then just leave with nothing wrong with nothing happening to you god damn i i love I, slash hate this place and then imagine I, you said that in the most obnoxious oh like, sorry let me just um oh sorry just violate your uh city ordinances real quick i didn't no, know no no i don't like that I feel like an HOA would have more power in that oh, scenario. Right. Imagine, the, imagine like breaking the law, and then it's like the HOA that takes you to Lad Park's well, HOA listen, sheriff's office. I oh had, no! Even worse than that, I had a Minnesota sheriff uh, on an HOA of a place I lived, and that guy was horrible. He used to brag about how he would pull people over for traffic violations. Jesus that fucking Christ. sucks. Hey, you know what? You know what? A city running out of budget, not being able to hire cops, probably better than the North Carolina city that hired a black town manager as like a uh, as like someone who like works alongside the mayor. 
because yeah. there's just a lot to do. And yeah. then the entire police force resigned. Oh man, that see now they're playing their hand. You and know? it's uh like, you know, because of a toxic and hostile work environment and definitely not because of racism. Why are all of the US stories always so sucky and stupid and bad? It's like Yeah, why can't we be more like Saudi Arabia and just yeah. build a seventy five mile long honestly like i get that the building is going to be made by slaves but like listen it's something cool and you're building cool shit at least instead of i don't know like resigning because the guy crunching numbers happens to be black like oh my god that concept that concept for like uh for like that border town where they had like the the big sky mall that sits on the mexico texas border way cooler than the uh, actual wall that they built Ah, true. <laughs> the we've made it to the end of the quick hits. Uh, there are no more hits. Uh, no more. But you can hit us up at psychicdolphingarage at gmail dot com or give us a call, leave us a voicemail at five one two four zero two two zero eight nine. And some of you already have. And let's take it away with a voicemail that we got. Hi, Psychic Dolphin Garage, but I'm calling to ask what you guys think it would take to be a good boss. I run a small indoor farm, and I've got two employees, and I do the best I can. I mean, really, they don't do any of the hard work. I do all of the tedious, annoying shit. They just kind of help me, like, harvest and pack twice a week. So I'm just wondering what you think it would take to be a better boss, because they're my good friends, and I feel like I pay them well with cash money, no taxes or anything. And beyond that, you know, I'll give them, like, as much beer as they want to drink while they're working. You know, they can bring in smoke pot or do whatever they'd like. But what do you think it takes to be a good boss? I would really like to know. Thanks. Hey, dude. Okay, first off, thank you, of course, for uh, leaving us a voicemail. I, uh, uh, of course, think that it's really cool for that. Um, Just like a minor point of clarification here, and please don't take this the wrong way. I don't think you're actually a boss. You know, I think you're, like, just helping out your buddies. Like, you know, you're not filing taxes and you're not doing – you're like, hey – it, this is like the, it sounds like the, the equivalent of like hey help me move a couch only it's hey help me move a couch like every friday yeah you know and like, i'll and it's like you're still paying them which is I good mean, don't get me wrong like it's good to pay them for and sure and also you're not profiting off of it right I mean, I mean, allegedly, unless you're like, and then I'm using like, their metadata from them coming in. Well, it's like, okay, if they're making a product, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. If they're, let's say they're growing something, it's kind of sounded like they were maybe growing something. Well, some uh, something, you know. I don't, I don't know what other activity you can do. Yeah. Are while you sharing your drinking and getting hot? <laughs> I could Are you sharing your Brussels it. sprouts with them after you all harvest this? These after you farm it all year long like is are that you, what's happening because are you that's going just... to a farmer's market and uh selling them for 15 dollars a head a bushel i don't know i don't know farming terms fuck the bushel sounds right i think so it's a yeah. bushel it's, there we go I, I like to buy my <laughs> weed by the bushel <laughs> i think it's like it's like you know 37 ounces i don't, I don't know <laughs> i mean as long as you're paying like payment wise oh as sorry long as it's a, a bushel is 1100 ounces i've been getting oh, ripped like off this whole time God. oh man oh <laughs> anyway this is what i get for paying in euros yeah. as Fuck. long as the work is pretty evenly shared and like you you're just doing some management stuff 
like you are fulfilling your part of the task they're fulfilling their part of the task and you're just passing off the money like the best solution would be if you're all getting uh, like an equal quantity of money from this whole transaction like you sell a product or you sell like your stuff at the farmer's market your your bushels then like you distribute it in an equitable fashion or, and yeah, or real, you know the, like the problem with labor is that is that you're separating someone from the from the product that they're producing right like if you're taking something and you're sending it elsewhere then there's like a disconnect between what you're paying someone to help you help you you know create this product and then what that product actually goes to and ends up being a a a part of like like legitimately i would say like in terms of my biggest piece of advice it would be don't call yourself a boss to yeah don't like don't like it's just a fundamental way and to like view y'all's relationship a lot of it is a lot of it's like the framing and the ideal of it it it, honestly just not saying you're a boss at all just saying that like you do this part you do the administrative part of the task which even administrative sounds like uh i mean but it's like the equivalent of someone was like so hey guys like i have a couple friends who come over every weekend to my house and i'm cool with them crashing on the couch but i do ask that you know like they pay for their own food when they're here Am I a landlord? You know, like okay, let, like <laughs> let, let's calm down here. We don't need to uh, be be divvying it up that much. Yeah, these relations and like people doing shit for each other has existed before capitalism and before. No, it is like, capitalism. That's what all the Cold War propaganda taught I, me. I, 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 I. If you have goods <laughs> and services and you exchange it for I don't know goods or services, that's capitalism. That's a capitalism, baby. USA yeah, number the, one, number one. The, the question is not anyway the question is not how to be a good boss the question the simple question is should there be a boss should there be bosses and the answer is no so don't think about it like being a boss think about it like hey i want to provide this thing to my community or you know i want to sell this thing and it's especially helpful if you're like a small business and you're not trying to like expand a big amount then you could just be like all right, how do I provide this thing to the community? How do I maybe provide a little more of this thing to the community? And then how do I make it so that how my friends I and I are taken care of? the exclusive supplier of this item to my community? There will be no how other do tail. I build the a monopoly? Do not build a monopoly. That is step one of how to be a good boss. Do not build a monopoly. Yeah, yeah. He's how can also... I import illegal immigrants in to do the day labor and then have them exported out into ICE prisons? Uh, yes, no, I'm, God. I'm a good okay. boss. Uh, okay. here, you know, you know, my take here, you know, as a game master, I refer to myself as God, not as a boss. So there's also that. <laughs> oh, my oh, my fucking boss. <laughs> the big boss in the sky. You know the one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Big boss, man. Big boss. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. The disciples have decided to unionize. That's why Jesus got crucified. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> No, the, the last time the angels tried to unionize, Judas there was, was a pretty big firing. <laughs> oh. Noah, get the boat. Uh, they're unionizing. Uh, uh, <laughs> unionizing. <laughs> That's the, yeah, the, he took two out of every uh, 
job position and shipped it all overseas. <laughs> a rising tide lifts every boat, but if there's only one boat, then I mean, yeah, uh, but yeah. I, I think we answered the part of the question. Just don't, don't think about it as being a boss. Just think about it as watching out for your buddies, providing a thing for the community. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, compensating them for you know the labor that they are. Yeah, giving that's taking to care the of your buddies, making sure your buddies are taken care of. Uh, all right. We have another. We have a Facebook question. We we have two Facebook questions actually. Oh fuck so, yeah! But uh, I, we have one one joke one that I did include in there. But it says where are Hillary Clinton's emails? So you know, um, <laughs> on my servers, on my servers, <laughs> only on Zach's. Uh, so you know that, that that's really good. <laughs> I think here. I saw one in my uh, in my my fucking ash <laughs> the other day. I have a binder around here that sur- surely has some emails in it. Yeah. It, I think it's t- – I tucked one into it's my binders copy of full Dune. of women, Zach, is what they are. No, that's mine. No, it's emails, like e-girls, but it's emails. I think Bo might have referred to them as femboys. Mm, mm. Uh, uh, um. <laughs> no, keep going, Artemis. This is something no, you, why don't you Why don't you dig that hole a little bit, buddy? I, Hey, hey, we're not in your DSA polycule, okay? We okay, can, you can... motherfucker. That is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go to the next question. <laughs> All right, uh, this this comes from Josh, who asks, "What does building dual power look like?" Uh, and that I assume is like when you use both gas and electric in your vehicle. Uh, God, theory questions. My I, brain. I can take a, a little stab at it. Please, yeah, step please. Step. So, so generally, dual power refers to any source of political power that lies outside of a governing institution. So in the case of – the most obvious case of this is unions. Unions are an example of labor power and, like, po- labor power in a political sense, not just in, like, the work environment, acting to influence how, you know, a country, a political body – anything is working by building it up itself as an organization of like putting people together, providing resources for people, making sure people are taken care of. It is showing through creating an organization and showing you can sustain it and showing that that organization has practical purpose, the flaws in the existing governing institution by virtue of saying, yeah, fuck you, we can build something better and we can make it work consistently. Yeah. Yes. Good. I, I think that that's also like uh, that the unionization being a tool of dual power is most certainly highlighted by all of the union busting that is also going on. Yeah, there's a reason that unions – well, it's – and it's There's also a reason that like the PSYOP Twitter accounts uh, are saying that like barista unions are not real workers yeah um, it's because also... it is legitimate dual power it is like legitimately workers standing up for themselves and that scares that and scares uh, people another example of this is when you look at organizations like food not bombs which is an organization dedicated to showing that communities of people working together can do a better job at distributing food aid than a governing institution what which come on 
but how are they going to pay for all of like their executive positions? How are we going to means test this endlessly until (laughs) make sure that you only get one stock of celery per uh, single singular 12 labor hours you put in last fiscal quarter? I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I need to see your tax form, please, uh, before I hand you this piece. I I think uniquely in Texas, Houston is one of the cities that actually has like done a really good job housing people that are unhoused and the Houston food bank feeds millions of people and that it like organizations like food not bombs cities that have big food banks that keep people from starving to death are the reason why the United States doesn't have a massive problem with starvation we just have a massive malnourishment issue yeah and it's very the emphasis also is just on it being an organized effort because obviously the thing we're trying to combat so much in neoliberal ideology is the emphasis on individual charity it's very clear that that is not a sustainable system so you have to show that the community involvement through organizations like labor unions like mutual aid organizations like hell if if we're talking like disaster relief a lot's a lot of what the SRA does, the Socialist Rifle Association, is that they do go and do disaster response to show that it's something that can be provided by community-led organizations, not a government. Yeah, and, and the problem with it being a government organization is, of course, that that would theoretically be the best way to like optimize all of the funds that we could put into a single pool and then like use that to distribute it as is necessary. Um, it's also but, the state having a, it's, the state has a monopoly on violence, one which it justifies through an imp, like one which it justifies by saying that there's some social contract where you have to bow to it in order to get public services. Uh, if we can uh, exactly. do those public it, services without bowing to the state apparatus, we have defeated it theoretically. That kind of dovetails nicely into this next question that we got here. Um, which uh, asks, can you provide examples of good policing either in the United States or somewhere else in the world? And can you provide examples of countries that have reduced their need for police through other policies? Not just theoretical discussion, but actual real-world examples. In other words, are all cops bastards or are some of them not as much of a bastard or have other countries reduced their need for bastards? Well, the th- the first thing you need to understand about the police in America is that our entire understanding of police comes from both from two lineages. One is like the constabulary and or garrison forces that the British left here in the revolution. And the other is slave catchers. And it's very clear that what cops are is simultaneously an occupying army and a way of capturing and bringing back the oppressed of this country into the oppressive institution so that they can be exploited. Yeah, baby. So if you if you choose to undertake that job, if you are fully aware, if you're fully aware of and willing to do those things, knowing that those are the two main purposes of being a police officer, even if you're not, like, the main guy doing it, even if you're just the one writing parking tickets, you are still participating in, in, in an institution that is, like, fundamentally 
a milit a militant occupying force designed to enforce inequality. Yeah, and if I like turn on you know anarcho primitivist brain like you know who were the police before we called them the police? It was the king's guards. It was it was it was the 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 idea of the tax of man force. Well, the idea of force being used to uh, being employed to to create laws. And the idea that there is somebody that is allowed to use force, well, is, or uh, is based is is based on that is yeah. based on like that hierarchical structure that is not um. I'm not I'm the the I mean the tagline is hierarchy all hierarchy is bad, but it's like it's it's kind of like taxation without representation issue right? Like, oh, hold on. We want to have we There's want to have structure. We want to have structure that we adhere to. The question is, does all that power lie in a single entity or a single concept, or is it a it is or is it something that a community participates in? It's also hard to okay. It's I I will I'm gonna complain a little bit, but also use it as something to build on, and say that it's very difficult to understand and find good examples of alternative policing because. Anything that's going to be called police is heavily influenced by the American policing system. Yes. Like, yeah. American pol our idea of American police is exported to other countries so that they are also highly militarized. Literally CPAC Israel, CPAC Korea, CPAC Japan. Well, yeah, it the, all mean, comes the together. NYPD, the NYPD wow. has naval vessels and they go abroad to teach the military of Israel how to do military operations oh. as a city's police force. Brooklyn mm -hmm. battleships are teaching Netanyahu. They're destroyers, the actually. Right Come on. Fine. Fuck the alliteration <laughs> They're for sinking point. submarines. There's your alliteration, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, and, and it's very, like, we can't, we can't separate our... Our, we can't, you can't really separate the idea of policing from the era that it exists inside of. And, and like, even if you go back, like Artemis was saying at the beginning of this question, like, even one step backwards, it's the constabulary or the garrison. And and, and it's, like, neither of those are... Uh, the constabulary, the garrison, slave catchers. Like, none of those are, are good, right? And so we can't build these things into... A better form, a nicer, less racist form of them, because the, the you know, answer, in North Carolina, the cops will just fucking will just fucking quit if they're if you know because if they're not happy, and and then like what's the alternative? The alternative is to build a dual power system. Well, where you yeah. do where you do I I any sort of community, uh, pr you know, community protection, community defense, and community intervention. Yeah, that's what it is. Community, it's, and it's also a massive way of like. It's a massive way of de-stressing that job, so it's not, like, just the enforcers of the entire system. And yeah. so instead, it's like, you have some people that, in, you know, make sure people don't get into random brawls on the street. Uh, you have some people who, who, like, maybe if there's an event where they're worried uh, that... Bouncers. Bouncers are a yeah. great example and, of... And bouncers of... are a lot better at working with people. 
Yes, literally. The bouncer system is a great thing that I would point to as like, what's well, an alternative? A, f- a fucking bouncer. A Roadhouse. Everybody knows and loves. Roadhouse is the alternative. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, 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 yeah, violence is bad, and you know, I don't really want to fight people all the time, but like, if there's somebody that is, you know, that is into that, and like, like, you know, you know, boys will be boys or whatever. Uh, you know that, that that is into that, and that's just kind of what they're good at. Then that's what they're the fucking yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Are, um, are UK cops a little bit better than US cops because they don't walk around with guns on them? That yes, is a big. But that's like you've you've taken you've taken like a the thing a, that a, they a, go for immediately out of their yeah. Hands. You've taken yeah. that out of their hands, but now they're out there like stopping you for carrying a butter knife with you because you're making sandwiches at work or something. And I that's, don't know. that's another thing is it's the how the enforcing arm of a system works and the level to which it is a moral thing to participate in is very dependent on what system it is enforcing. Mm-hmm. And in the case of America, there is no way uh, there is no way in which you can enforce this system by like by your own intention or benefit from enforcing the system that doesn't that would not like make you a bastard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like that doesn't mean you're necessarily entirely a bad person but that's morally like it's morally a pretty bad choice you're a bad person (laughs) i will think you know, yeah. people join, become a cop or a soldier you out of economic dumb. desperation. You can be dumb and bad, and then you can get smart and good. You know, yeah. like, get good is my philosophy. What, listen, capitalism makes bastards of us all. Indeed. The That's answer right. is to not have bosses, not participate in a shitty state system, and, and not Patrick fucking Swayze have cops. True. Yeah. I don't think that there's also, like, a perfect system out there excuse me yeah i mean even i don't think there's a perfect system was hitting on the chick from dirty dancing (laughs) problematic age gap there yeah i don't think there's a perfect system out there i mean you can research historical systems you can look at like you know what are purportedly communist countries china uh cuba vietnam north korea north korea and see what their policing practices are and see if you agree with it like i uh, Check out you know, the policing I, practices of all of only... the countries at CPAC. D- good starting point right there. <laughs> What's the the P P N K? Uh, the people. Uh, oh God! What's the the People's Army? P L A. Is it is it P L A? People's Liberation Army. What what are you? Going uh, oh God! I can't remember the name of the the like that the anarcho the ancoms that have. Oh no no that's not P L A but. Uh, no. Uh, we'll find it. We'll get there. Artemis, you know what I'm talking about? Who are you? They have like, <laughs> the, like, ANCOMS, the YPG? Oh, that sounds uh, more familiar. you mean, yeah, Rojava? Yeah, the People's Defense Units. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, um, it's essentially just, like, conflict negotiators and, like, like, maybe one or two of them as a rifle. It's difficult to translate, though, because that's literally in a war zone. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the problem, is that there's, I mean, not, like, there's not, like, a perfect example the, the with, big like, thing is like history and, like, Yeah, it's stuff. it's splitting, honestly, it's split it into, like, three tiers where your basic level is some, like, a counselor, like, a camp counselor, or like, a psychiatric uh, help person or any conflict negotiator shows up uh-huh. to your house alongside like 
a doc, you know, your usual 911 services. Uh-huh. And then, like, your next level is, hey, people are punching each other. Maybe, like, send the guy with, you know, at worst a taser, which even that's kind of fucked up. And then, like, if somebody, if there are reactionaries, like, shooting people, maybe then you send in your, like, what, what in YPG would probably be a militia unit. But we shouldn't like LARP that, militias. I like that you just know this. Look, it, it, look you, should base, you should base your thoughts about, about uh, community participation and conflict resolution in how you deal with shitty roommates. There you go. <laughs> uh, hey, in my listen. case, get a single. <laughs> Move to a small shack in Montana. Don't speak to anyone. <laughs> there you go. There you go. She, she, she phones in once a week uh on her on her radio just to uh, promise i'm show. not learning any math <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah well uh if you want uh to hear more of our hot takes then you can find us on our patreon episode yeah uh, we put them out weekly uh, yeah check us out at patreon.com slash psychic dolphin garage yes please that's where we're going to be hopping off and going to right now also please feel free and leave uh five stars on itunes spotify stitcher whatever the fuck kind of streaming uh that you you got going on pandora amazon music i don't know i'm gonna get real weird real obscure with it i'll keep finding new ones it's okay bye everyone bye bye solidarity all in together for the clarity solidarity to each according to his knee